Good morning. Welcome to the FTS Bet Slip on Saturday, the 6th of January. A little bit um, quiet football wise, only 18 games on the sheet. So I uh, thought I'd do a little um, podcast this morning. Uh, get back into the rhythm of it. 12th night, Christmas over. If your decks are still up tomorrow, you've got something wrong with you. They should be down now. Um, Spurs through in the FA Cup. Gonna win the gonna win the uh, do the double, no problem. Back on the I said back on to do the FA Cup the newsletter. Back on to do the double. There you go. It's poured on Ange Ball. Uh most goals in open play, first half of the season, 33, I think it was. Gooners only 20. Um yeah, here we go. Had our wobble. Now we're off and running. Um I love it. Say stuff like that, people think I'm serious. Uh, Spurs will finish. I don't know where, fifth or sixth. Um, right, what we got? What's the what we got today? What did I want to talk about? A few things. Obviously, you stack things up in your brain over Christmas and it's all gone. Your brain's emptied. Um, Scheffler leading the Gulf. Uh, some things. Um, it's like death and taxes. Death, taxes, Scheffler leading golf tournaments. Um, I said on the Telegram room, I've, I've repeated it again this morning, he, he's been working with Kenyon, the putting coach, and if... Um, Phil Kenyon, not A. Kenyon, Phil Kenyon, um, who's a putting coach to the um, pros. Uh, I think he's shortened his putter half inch, quarter of an inch, making him stand a bit closer to it. Uh, his strokes gained in putting the first two rounds. Sorry if this is boring to people who don't like golf. Um, but um, that's the he only did that twice last year. I think one of them he won at Phoenix. Um, it's... Uh, He's going to be a monster if he sorted his pattern out. We are going to see Tiger-like performances. Um, and uh, even though he was six, I said, you've got to back him. You just have to back him. If he is starting golf tournaments at 6.x, you have to back him, um, even with a view to trade. He is just, he's so much better than everybody else. All of them. He's better than Ram, R Rory, all of them. He is so much better than all of them. Um, and if he sorts his padding out, um, particularly with Ram now gone to live and not playing PGA events, um you know it's one one less he has to beat uh he will be um he will be something else on the pga tour this year uh, i would expect that his prices will fall in line pretty quickly uh, over the next couple of months so it's one of those where we're probably not going to get many opportunities like we've had this week um for too long the market will correct if they see that his putting is uh improving um Last week of the NFL, uh, again, massive thank you to Andy for all the work he's done, you know, newsletter out yesterday and he puts, you know, God knows how many words, 10,000 words in the PDF. Um, I mean, I love me NFL, but Andy is absolute different levels. Um, but yeah, a few playoff spots to be confirmed. Uh, San Francisco, number one seeds. Um here we go. This could be the year. This could. I keep saying. I keep getting excited. Let me see this when I start letting myself get excited, uh, and then they get all spursy on me in the um, playoffs. But uh, yeah, and then we'll be into playoff season for that, culminating in the Super Bowl on February the eleventh in Vegas uh, this year. Um, right, and uh, one of the reasons that spurred me to do the pod this morning is obviously Kevin Kelly. I'd, I'd never asked Kevin to do. Uh, it's difficult because people know that you know. Tend to if people want to people who want to put some effort in, uh, and there are decent people, you end up becoming friendly with them. So Kevin and I have become friendly over the last few years. Um, does that mean he gets more help than other people? Um, 
not really. I wouldn't say he does. I don't, uh, because everything for me is there for you on the website. Um, if you want to put it, and that's the sort of topic I want to explore. But Kevin just dropped me an email uh, or a text message after Christmas saying, um, I've done a testimonial in, I, I wanted to do it, you didn't ask me. And I just published it in its entirety. I didn't think it was right for me to take segments out of it. So I just published the exact um, thing as Kevin wrote. Um, obviously, some people email in and say it's inspiring. A couple of people have said to me, yeah, but he's got access to you. Um, yeah, he has, but so has everybody else. Uh, he, the fact that he's got my phone number and can text me, maybe he gets it quicker. But if people email in, whilst it may take longer, we still, you know, I still try and help you in all aspects of it. The bottom line with all this, and this is the thing, and I'm going to go into one today, and I, I've sort of made a vow to myself for New Year. I, I put in a, a little group I've got with some other FTS people. I put in their new me in 2024, uh, and they put that will last one day. Um, I'm well aware, I had a conversation with somebody yesterday, I had a meeting up in London yesterday, so I'm well aware that I am capable of losing my shit, and I'm well aware that some people like that. Uh, I've never been any different. I'm very much rev up, get it off my chest. Once it's off my chest, I can move on and enjoy my day. I don't like storing on things. You know, Sam and I don't ruck. Uh, if I've got something to say, and I genuinely don't mind, care who it is to, uh, I'll just say it. Um, how that person reacts then will determine the outcome of that. If people take it personally and want to get their knickers in a twist and sod off and never speak to me again, that's absolutely fine. If people want to be adults and go, you know, perfectly, perfectly entitled to disagree with me, I've got no problem with that. You can disagree with me. Uh, I, you know, I, I don't dislike people that disagree with me. I just say, right, we agree to differ, that's it. But I've said my piece, they've said their piece. But I like, I very much like to get things out there, deal with it, move on. So, the podcast obviously is my was my way. I, you know, the exact conversation I said yesterday. I didn't start the podcast for you guys. I started it for me. Firstly, as a project to see can I do a podcast. I knew nothing about it. How do I get it hosted? How do I get it online? What do you do to record it? How do I get a graphic on it? How do you list it on iTunes and Spotify? So all that I did without any help. I did it myself as a project for me uh, back in 2019 because I wanted to see um, if I could do it. Once I'd learned how to do that, I then thought, right, put some content out. Focus at the start very much on, I thought, I've you know, called it the bets that I thought I'd put a few bets out. Over the years, it's manifested into what it's manifested into. We had that long saga where I did, God knows, 700 days on the spin doing it every day. Uh, probably, as I say, the most uh, famous one was doing it from the toilet on the bullet train in Japan. Um, and, I, you know, I, I, when COVID came, I had... Uh, chats with a woman about my life and I said this is madness and I felt compelled to do it and I know people would love me to do it every day but it isn't practical and, and it gets for all of us it will get boring you end up you know there's only so many things happen in a week um, so we've spaced them out and I'm well aware that recently there hasn't been so many and that's just because I've been busy doing other stuff I, I still want to do and deliver three four what I would call good podcasts a week. But in the course of the podcast, obviously I lose my shit because there's things that annoy me. You know, we've got we've got stuff going on that just really annoys me and and I'm entitled to talk about it and other people are entitled to have different views. But for me, what's gone on over the last um, four or five years, particularly in government uh, and the way we're being treated and the way lots of people, a small number of people, sorry, getting rich at the expense of others, uh, I find it disgusting. The dishonesty around it all I find disgusting. Um, and it annoys me. And when I get annoyed about something, I rev up. 
effing blind. I don't do it on purpose. I don't do it for show. People who know me see me in pubs do it. Um, um, you know, Kevin talking to Kevin. Kevin was on the end of it about the Conference League um, 18 months ago when I lost my shit in a pub in uh, Borough Market over that. Um, that's the nature of me. That's who I am. And, and I, when I said I'm going to change, I'm very conscious that if somebody comes new to FTS and... The first thing they hear is me using the C word a lot. This is going on a minute. What's that? People who tend to know me a bit more know, well, that's just a bit of his personality. That's not what he is all the time. This and the other. So I thought I've, I'll tone it down a little bit. It's difficult because now I'm getting, I'm getting some of the stuff I'm thinking about. Just talking about that. I'm getting revved up. You know, we've got elections coming. We've got, I mean, what a year for me to try and calm it down. We've got uh election in this country. We've got um Trump, you know, back in the fray in the States. Uh, about 60 elections worldwide, I think. Really going to be an interesting year. Really going to shape the year of um, politically. Uh, it'll be really interesting to see. I definitely think we'll see a few more right-wing parties winning. Um, yeah, it'll be really interesting. But all of it, the whole bollocks with it, you know, people saying they knew what they were voting for with Brexit. Well, they didn't. Nobody knew. On both sides, and, and this is the bit people go, well, you, both sides, nobody knew because the people implementing it didn't know the whole idea was we vote on a concept of brexit and we'll have a vote and people voted no and uh, leave and leave one absolutely fine but don't tell me you knew what you were voting for because you had absolutely no idea because they didn't know what they should have done was laid out exactly what brexit's going to look like or two or three different options and then we vote on that but we didn't do that. We could have had a vote. Do you want to leave? Right. Okay. We're going to go and see what the offers are. Then we're going to vote on one of those deals, whatever. It's just a mess. And as I said, pre-Christmas, it's not a, it's not a, it's not a devastating, destructive failure currently. It's not an overwhelming success. The sort of two things that were portrayed, you know, Project Fear and Sunlit Uplands. It's neither of those. It's just a mess in the middle that is affecting people and it's dragging on and it's causing division and that's what annoys me about it and and it's when people stand there and go, oh, i knew exactly what i was voting for no you didn't you 100 percent didn't and if you did write it on a piece of paper and tell me because i tell you what there's loads of people who'd love to know exactly what you were voting for and have you got exactly what you were voting for that's the two things you you knew exactly what you were voting for and have you got that oh it's, it's a mess it's a shambles anyway we're off see uh where was i going kevin kelly that's it this all came from a testimonial see this is what happens if you're new to the podcast this is what i do go off at different tangents anyway uh so kevin's written a nice testimonial and kevin's journey has been four years and four years where i've lost my shit with him four years where mistakes have been made on his end mistakes have been made on my end uh, you know i've talked about and this is really where i'm going with this the hard thing is getting you guys to do it properly and the and, and the reason is and you know and i've come to i've talked about this many many times the reason is there is no exam there is no one size fits all there is no just do this i'm a very black and white person um always have been uh i think perhaps that's why i've been successful in in doing this um i don't listen to noise i, I listen to what other people say but i decide kind of that's what i'm going to do and that's it and that's what i believe and i and i go that way um so for example um if i look at it in real life you know people tell me they can't give up smoking well yes you can I'm a firm believer in that. You know, I've had this conversation with numerous people. There is no clinic for giving up smoking. 
there isn't a clinic for it. You know, you if you if you get addicted to alcohol, you know, it does your liver in, you get you 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 become dependent on it. Uh and that's physically dependent. Your body becomes physically dependent on that. You you don't become physically dependent on nicotine, smoke, vaping, whatever it is. It's a habit. And I go to Vegas and, and people never understand this. Every time I go to Vegas, I smoke. Don't smoke any other time of the year. I go to Vegas. It's absolutely mental. I know it's mental. I enjoy it. I I live a quite whilst it's a people say the quite high stress, high focus life at home. When I go to Vegas, I just like to literally switch off, unwind. It's one of the reasons why I like to go. I love people watching. I just love sitting, watching people, having a beer, having a fag, and just letting life pass me by and enjoying it. Um and as I've got older, we do more things, go up on the pool more, I love the shows, I love the food, all that. But just times like sit down for an hour, sit there, not think about anything, watch a bloke playing roulette, doing his brains, uh, and have a fag. I might buy 200 um, cig, can't say I have a fag out there. When I used to smoke at the poker table, I'd go, I'm going to go and have a fag. And the bloke would look at me like, what? Because uh, obviously it's a different, means a different thing out there. You can't say that. <laughs> I just mean a cigarette. Um, but... I buy 200 and I might have 60 left or 80 left. I put them in the bin at the airport. This is, I'm, you know, I'm chuffing away and then I'll go to the airport, put them in the bin, put the lighter in the bin, that's it. Get on a plane, come back home, don't even think about it again. And then next time I go to Vegas, buy 200, I'll rinse and repeat. It's mental. I'm well aware that it is mental. Uh, it's, it's nonsense, but I enjoy doing it. But if it was really addictive, I wouldn't be able to do that. You know, if, if if people want to tell me, well, it's really addictive, I wouldn't be able to do that. And and the and and this is what I've learned over time. I'm I'm going to elaborate this into gambling. I'm well I'm well aware I'm I'm gambling. I was going to literally do a ten minute podcast. Is what people desire and what they do and act and the actions and how they speak. I think the two are so different from reality from the desire from reality is miles apart and these are the sort of things so i'll have somebody like kevin who tells me he wants to do it and then i'll have reactions with kevin saying well you tell me you want to do it but everything i'm seeing tells me you can't really be fucking bothered because it's too much like hard work and it's that whole neuroscience which i've kind of got into i've started a psychology degree uh because i want to understand more about people i i don't think that I'm I'm much different from just a normal human being. I don't think I've got. I, I certainly don't think I've got any superpowers. I certainly don't think I'm better than anybody else. I I might talk as if I am, because, but a lot of that is in jest, and that's a, a um, ingrained sort of feature of me that I love take the piss out of people. I love pulling strings. I love getting rises out of people. I love people thinking that I'm being serious with shit like that. But the people who know me that I value, they know I'm nothing like that whatsoever. Uh, I'm just a fucking normal bloke. The one thing I've got is when my mum died, from that day on, I thought I'm going to live my life. We are a fucking speck of dust on a fucking landmass, spinning round at whatever, 10,000 miles an hour around a nuclear fucking sun. And we all die. And it doesn't matter, Elon Musk, 44 billion, me with a million, one of you guys with 500 quid, it doesn't fucking matter. When you go, you go, and it's all over, and that's it. And there's nothing else after all that bollocks, that's it, you're gone. You're a speck of dust, you're gone. Uh, 
And I watched my mum go through that, work her life, pop her clogs, and I thought, fuck that, I ain't doing that. And the one thing I've set out to do is enjoy my life. If I want to do something, I am going to do it. Uh, and if it means I've got to work harder to be able to afford to do that, or if I've got to give up time to make sure I can do it, that is where I'm going. And obviously you, you tick towards 50 and you think, right, I've got 30, 40 years of this left. Uh, go, when you're 25, 30, you think you're invincible. But there's nothing special to it. It is it is a, a mindset, a neuroscience, an approach, actions, doing things. So it's a complex subject. And the thing I, I where I where I've made gross mistakes is if I went back six years, seven years, you know, I was talking to people as if everybody's just the same. Just you know, and I kind of just do this, just do that. And this is where the problem with things like smoking and that and and whilst I say just knock it on the head, it is that if you want to stop. Just stop. There's no fucking about fannying around it. Sam smoked for 20 years. Just stopped. Got up one day. Bang. Never had another cigarette again. Didn't do, didn't need sticky on things or this actually just got up and went, that's me done. Uh, got asthma. That's it. And and I think that's, again, there's another example. You go, somebody got lung cancer, got cancer, stop. They can stop. Sam's mum did it. Stopped. Um, but it's that, oh, shit, scared into stopping as opposed to stopping. So, I'm well aware that not everybody, but it's not a it's not an addiction with smoking. There's of course things like heroin, booze, all that. I'm not talking about. I'm talking about uh, things that that um, you can actually get up and make decisions about. It's is action, but the neuroscience of everybody, how our motor neurons work, how all that is different. And and as I say, I try to get everybody, but ultimately it will come down to you. So Kevin's getting back to where we started with all this. 15, 20 minutes ago, Kevin's testimonial. It is uh, great to see. I, well, I'm joking when I said it brought tears to my eyes. I speak to him, talk to him, but it it's nice for him to do the testimonial. It's great that he's winning. It's been a journey, and that journey's been humps, bumps, load of shit, load of rucks, fucking get on with it, do this, stop being lazy, you fucker, even tell him to get out of bed fucking earlier because uh, he likes to stay up late and get up the thing with staying up late and getting up late that's when you can't do anything can't do fuck all at one two in the morning if you get up at seven in the morning give yourself another couple of hours in the morning there's stuff you can do that's when things are happening that's when the world's happening there's fuck all going on at two o'clock at night other than maybe a bit of venezuelan football but you can get up earlier get yourself set for the day and get more in um and i firmly believe that so stop oh no i can't i can't and that's right let's keep hang on i'm waffling uh but let, let's put it in simple terms. If we say, at the minute, big, massive thing in the world, um, thing I've been reading up recently, so it, uh, um, is if, I, if you go up to anybody in the street, climate change, massive thing in the world, forget all the people who think they're, um, you know, uh, journalists, scientists, you know, happen to have read nothing and tell you that it's all a hoax. Without doubt, there's things that we're doing as human beings that are affecting this planet. Plastic in the seas, uh whatever it may be if you go up to anybody in the world it doesn't matter who it is any single individual and say do you want to save the world you know whether you believe it's on a path to destruction or not do you want to save the world you will get obviously there's always a dickhead so i'm not going to say 100 percent. you'll get 99 percent of people go yes if you say to people one of the key ways to not to save the world is don't eat beef i eat beef by the way don't eat beef. Oh, fuck that. That's what you get. 
So you want to save the world, but a key part of that would be don't eat beef. Uh, oh yeah, no, fuck that. That affects me. All of a sudden, that affects me. Uh, now this is this is your brain working. It's neuroscience. Beef is without doubt the most inefficient food that we produce on the planet. Um, it's it's more destructive than all the cars on the road. The the methane that they produce to that. I eat beef because I do enjoy beef, but I eat nothing like the beef that I ate before. I made a conscious decision that I will only have it very, very, very occasionally. Probably last year I had it three, four times maximum. Um, well, I used to have steak loads of times. That's a conscious decision. Uh, and, and obviously people say, well, if you believe that, why don't you eat no beef? And that's the, the moral compass. That's what we fight, isn't it? And that's what I mean. It's it's the actions, what we believe in, what we see, what we want to do. And then that moral compass of, but hang on, how much does it affect me? How much does it affect my life to actually do that? Without doubt, moving to plant-based foods. And I'm, I went out with Sugsy, ordered a plant burger. Looked to me like I was a fucking alien. Looked to me like, well, like I was absolutely nuts. Uh, and it wasn't my, I actually quite like the, the Young's pubs do a plant burger. It's actually quite nice. Um, but it's that, it's that, all of a sudden you get called a woke wanker or, I mean, all this new stuff that's going, you're just woke because you disagree with something, woke wanker, wanker, woke, woke, woke. Um, but the, the bottom line of all this, where I'm going is, you can make all the excuses in the world, ultimately, to make changes in things, it will affect your life. And if you want to affect your life for the better, then you've got to make big change. If you want to affect other people's lives, things like climate change, you've probably got to make more dramatic changes that will affect your life and the life you live as as now. And the bottom line is most people don't want to do it. They'll tell you they want to do it, but they don't really want to do it because it's all fucking, we fall into this world of comfort. It's like when you say to somebody, art's one I have massive rucks with, they'll be listening, massive rucks with art, fucking lose some weight. It's simple. Calories in, calories out. That's the simple physics of it. There's, no, there's, there's absolutely no denying that. Calories in, calories out, and then the types of food that you eat. We are becoming a nation of obese fuckers. America is a nation of obese fuckers because the food we eat or food people are eating is absolute shite because we've become, let's do it as quick as possible. We get bombarded with all this high saturated fat process shit causing cancers costing fortunes to change and lose weight takes effort you've got to start buying different ingredients you've got to start cooking different recipes you've got to start putting effort in so you can just say i don't like any of it don't like any of that i don't want to do it because it just becomes it, or for me it's just excuses and that's when i've said in the news i've done i've got no time anymore for the excuses so when kevin says to me oh, i can't get up at set yes you fucking can you can Everybody is physically capable of getting up at seven in the morning. You don't want to because you don't want change badly enough to want to get up at seven. You speak to Dave. Dave's a very successful business. Dave, one of the things Dave said, he said, I needed to find to, to be successful, give himself more time. So one of the things he did was just start getting up. He starts getting up at five in the morning. Now, he didn't just instantly go from eight o'clock to five o'clock. He just got up 15 minutes earlier each day until he found himself. All of a sudden now, Dave can get up at five o'clock, get showered, change, go to the gym, sit and do all his emails, all his admin, before the working day of other bits start. Now, people may say that's extreme, but the bottom line is, if you want to do that and you want to change your life, and there's an example of Dave, and he wanted to change his life, that's what he did. Dave was a nine to five um, 
Travelling around the M25 completely changed his life. That's one of the key things that he did. But the bottom line is people don't want to change their lives. They want to tell you they change their lives, desire. The reality is they don't. And, and I, for one, am sick to death of excuses. So when someone emails me and says he's got more time for you or you give him more time, I give time. The guy I met yesterday, I went up to London yesterday for a meeting. The reason I met and I told him, I said, you are in my top 0.01% of people who use FTS. The guy had a successful year last year, FTS member, I'm not going to mention his name now. Uh, and he said, can we meet up? You want to talk to me about a few things? And he said, I'm going to buy you lunch. I want to thank you. Uh, he applies himself. He wants to do it. I listen to how he speaks. I listen to how he acts. I watch what he does. Everything tells me 100% he'll be successful. I listen to other people just make excuses, bleat, moan. You know, we, we take God knows how many people. I don't know. Let's say we got 20 people sign into FTS Beginner as part of Black Friday. 18 of them give up after two weeks because they've had a couple of losers. Want to make money? don't really want to make money because I can't be bothered to put any effort in. I can't stand a losing run and it's a lot easier for me to go, I'll go and find something else and I'll spend 50 quid elsewhere and then I'll give that up and then I'll go and spend 50 quid elsewhere and I'll give that up and then I'll go and spend 100 quid elsewhere and I'll give that up and then I'll go and spend 200 quid there. All the people I've dealt with in FTS, hundreds of people over the years, probably thousands of people, you know, ones have come and gone. There's, there's a core of, who've been here for quite a while, but there's about minuscule minuscule percent who want to do it large percent tell me they want to do it yeah i really want to do it i really want to do it this that and the other there is so much to it but the desire is different from the reality and i think with kevin the biggest wake up is yeah he did want to do it and and you see from his testimonial he lost his job in covid uh that was the desire to get to the reality has been a three four year journey um so when i ask people do you want to do it? Uh, it? It's all a neuroscience. Now, the bit I've got to do is there are people who want to do it who do really struggle to break habits. And it's easy. I can just say, I'll just do this. Oh, and, and I know it's really hard for them. And for other people, it's easy. That's something we've got to navigate. But it will always come down to if you want to do anything, there's one person in charge of that, and that is you. And it doesn't matter whether it's losing weight. It doesn't matter whether it's getting fitter. It doesn't matter whether it's gambling. It really doesn't matter what the thing is. I'm not talking about things like heroin where somebody lures you in and you get addicted to that again, or alcoholism where it gets... I'm talking about things that you actually control. When you're eating, you can control everything you put in your body. Every single time. When you're betting, you control every single bet that you do. When you're having a cigarette, you control every single time you light that cigarette up. Every one of those is your actions, not anybody else's. And you can say, I want to do this, I want to do that. And my, my ongoing problem with most people is, you say it, I just don't believe you. I just honestly don't. I just think you talk complete and other shite. Because I get to see the actions, and I do it with my boy. I get to see what he tells me and I look at the actions and think, well, no, you don't really want to do that. Um, because if you do, everything takes a little bit of effort. And once you start to put that effort in, and I think one of the things with gambling, weight loss, all of it, that initial effort, that initial leap doesn't show an immediate reward. But if you keep doing it, the long-term rewards are absolutely huge. The power of compounding, keep doing those little things. And, and, 
you know, in the conversation again yesterday, I said, I've done everything in podcasts. I've, I've talked about all this. It's everything's out there. There's hours of my podcast. Fair play, you know, I agree. There's complete and utter shite that I speak. And I hold my hands up. There's stuff I say tongue in cheek. There's stuff I say joking. And you might, and because of the nature of how I am and the structure of things, and that's why I tried to do some structured one last year, it can be difficult to find. But everything is out there. And it's not just me saying it. There's other people who say this stuff. Steve Williamson done a great post in his room on New Year's Day um, about a similar topic. Peter Webb talks about mindset. There's, you know, lots of other people do talk about this stuff. There's, there's the grifters who just dismiss it um, because it suits them to dismiss it. But the facts are it is complex. There's a lot going on with neuroscience in each individual that's different. But if you want to do anything, doesn't matter what it is, it's hard graft. It's looking at what you need to do to succeed. It's breaking it down in steps and it is just doing it and keep doing it. And it is not immediate. And as I say, I think that's the biggest thing that people want to see immediate. Well, hang on, he said he'd help me. I haven't won this month. Life's not like that. Life is about putting things in place, processes that you just keep doing every single day and do it. I keep, you know, golf's a great analogy. The reason I hit good golf shots still now at 50 odd, I do exactly the same process as I did at uh 16 17 18 i'm not as fit i'm not as good uh because my body doesn't enable me to do so i still hit the ball decently hit the ball a long way and i don't play enough to maintain that feel or practice enough to maintain that feel on chips and putts and things like that but the process i execute now before a shot from when i get my ball is exactly the same as what i did at 16 17 so it just goes into a sort of autopilot of this is what i do um that's learned behavior that's just learned over time and that's exactly it with punting with punting it's learned behavior you just get up and you learn this is what i do every day this is how i do it so one of the things i want to have a session on uh where all this is going uh god i have waffled today i do apologize um again didn't script anything just went from on with it but one of the areas i want to have a session on and and i think somebody did ask me is what does my day look like and i've talked about this and we've done youtube so i've said right we're going to get a train list. but i'm going to try and do a bit more in-depth session um when football returns fully and i've got a bit of time and i'll be honest it may not be till march um i've got a few bits i've got to do this month uh and then i'm away for a bit of february so it may not be till march but actually right where we sit down and go this is the day and it might mean you've got to join me at 7 a.m and we start there and we work through till um football and, and perhaps i'll have a few dive in and outs um you know go and have a coffee walk the dog come back right this is the next step because i think people need to learn this what is it what does a day look like what's it all about um and make those decisions and and punting isn't difficult the actual punting side isn't difficult the actual building of systems isn't difficult people make it difficult you know too many filters this and the other but one in the newsletter yesterday really simple can't lose um there's loads of stuff I've given that cannot lose if you just keep doing it uh, and accept, I mean, can't lose over the long period. Of course, it'll have losing weeks, months, maybe even stand still for a season. But long term, it just doesn't lose. But it's getting up, doing it every day. And the punting side isn't difficult. You know, you can bot this stuff that doesn't involve any work. I've got stuff I just get up in the morning, I put it on bots, don't even look at it. Bang, done. You know, it's a large part of my income. Bang, done, gone. That's it. You go and do that. But when people sort of say, it doesn't seem to have many trades. No, because I've got other stuff going on that's on bots. At the minute, we're in a quiet football period. But I've got two or three bits going on. Bang, done, bot. They'll do what they do. That's it. Uh, trading then. Again, you're in control of every single bit. 
that you do. You're in control of every single click, when you enter, when you exit, why are you entering, why are you exiting, what are you doing? That's learned skills um, and that stuff that we can help you with over the course of this year, hopefully. But ultimately, the bottom line, the, 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 the sort of motto of what I wanted to get across, and, and there'll be people who've listened to this and they'll disagree with a lot of what I said, and that's absolutely fine. I'm love, again, I always say I'd love these people to come on the podcast uh, and go over it. Um, but uh, is desire, what people tell you, what people say from reality is absolutely a million miles away, not just in punting, in all walks of life. And there are, unfortunately, or we are becoming a nation of excuse makers. That's what we're becoming, a nation of people who want to blame everything else, make excuses. Nothing's happening quick enough. We want everything tomorrow. Uh, and it's easy to make excuses. It's e it's, it, that's the easy path. It's really simple to make an excuse. Um, I can't. I can't chip at golf. Why not? Oh, the ground's wet. The yeah, no, because you don't practice here. Go and practice, and then you'll be better at chipping. <clears throat> will I? Yes, you will. Simple. Yes, you hundred percent. You will. There. I can't lose weight. Eat better. Uh, do a little bit of exercise. Uh, oh, it's not that. My metabolism's different to everybody else. I don't like this food. My this, that, or the other. If you want to lose weight and lose, and you know, and health. Overweight is one of the, I am a bit fattest. I'm not going to lie about it. It annoys me. Over Overweight is a massive loss of life, massive cost to the NHS. We are becoming America. Massive fat fuckers everywhere. And the reason is, I can't be bothered. Can't do it. This, that, and the other. It's easy just to eat the shit. Stuff donuts in my face. Cook processed food. It's just easy. Um, again, if you want to do it, do it. The excuse makers, 20, one of my goals, 2024, the excuse makers are getting fucking elbowed out. I, I, one of the things I said to this guy yesterday, I really like, as I say, he's in the top 0.001%. You know, and Andy says to me, Andy's got a little group, he says, oh, I could get another five or six like that, is I am moving further away from dealing with time wasters, you know, and, and the website will run and people will join and leave after a week and all that. I'm moving further away from that. My time is going to be spent with people where the desire matches the reality. And the minute they show me that it doesn't, the minute, you know, in my perception of it is, well, what you're saying to me doesn't actually bear up over there, mate. That's when I'm just going to say, you're not for me. I'm going to move on to other people. Uh, simple as that. And that's where I want to get 2024. I want to get, even if it's another two people, but I want to get 8, 10, 15 people who really want to do it and the desire matches the reality. And unfortunately, that will mean, on their part, sacrifice. It will be effort on my part, but it will be sacrifice on their part to change what they want to do and do things differently uh, and accept all that comes with this game. Um, and if you want me to help you lose weight, I'm happy. If you want me to help you get fitter, I'm happy. I've got uh, a myriad of skills. Right, there we go. That's it. I have absolutely waffled on. Have a lovely day. Um, as I say, there's not much football. It all returns over the next two or three weeks. Um, and Joey Barton is complete and utter knob. There is a, there's an example now, Joey Barton. Joey Barton has literally watched the model of people like Farage and just thought, I'm just going to go on and shout shit. I'm not even sure if he believes it. Uh, the post he's posted in the last few days, absolutely disgraceful. People find it entertaining. He's doing it as a massive grift. Get my podcast, watch out. There'll be all sorts of stuff that Joey Barton does 
Tommy Robinson style to, to monetize all this and make money. He's just being a complete and utter bellend, which is something he's always been. Uh, and I think it's absolutely disgraceful. I think the people who reply in supporting him are absolutely disgraceful. But that is the world we live in. Uh, it's full of knobs. And I could have used the C word and I haven't. There you go. See? New me, 2024. Uh, right, I'll have a, have a lovely, uh, hope you've all had a lovely Christmas and New Year. And um, yeah, let's get back at it. But it is a couple of weeks before the football gets back to normal. <laughs>